Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Let me tell you about uh, our sponsor this half hour for the blaze. It is uh, rough greens. Uno is starting to slow down. He is, uh, he's with me uh, this week and I, I had him all weekend here with me and he's just not the boy he used to be. Um, but he is getting really old for a German shepherd and he should have, if he was like our other German shepherds, he should have been slowing down at least a year ago. Um, and he has, He's just been like a puppy in the last three, four years since I started feeding him rough greens. It's not a dog food. It is something you put on the dog's food. I didn't bring it. Don't ask me. My wife, I went and I brought the food and then I poured it in the bowl here in St. George and there was no rough greens because daddy's not as smart as mommy. And he just looked at it, sniffed it, walked away and then looked at me like, you are not my mom. Uh, she brought the rough greens. Your dog will love it. 833-GLEN-33. You know, to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America. Well, I don't know if you've been following uh, the news on what is happening with the Joe Biden investigation, but apparently this is going to come as a shock. Uh, Apparently, some people have been lying under oath to Congress. So you know what that means? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing's gonna happen. I mean, it's America, 2023. Actually, this time things may be different. The unraveling of the FBI, Justice Department, and the administration continues. We'll talk about that in 60 seconds. First, let me tell you about our sponsor. It is the Tuttle Twins. To celebrate the launch of their new American history book for kids, it's really good. The Tuttle Twins want to send you and your family to Boston for a historic vacation. Well, going into a city like Boston, it could be one for the history books. Good luck with that. Um, You really actually should go to Boston and see all of the great American uh, sites before you can't see him anymore because it's too dangerous. Tuttle Twins are on a mission to learn from history. We can understand the stories and the ideas that made America so special. We'll know how important it is to preserve it. History is not about memorizing names and dates. That doesn't mean anything to anybody. Give me the gist. What were they striving for? What were they fighting against? What were they trying to do? 
That's American history, and that's the kind of history you'll get from the Tuttle Twins in their book. Coming 4th of July, it is coming up. No better time to start teaching your kids the love of American history. To celebrate the release of their new book, Tuttle Twins, given one family vacation getaway to visit all of these historic sites around Boston. Go to TuttleTwinsBeck.com to order TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Order the book and check out the official rules for the vacation getaway. There is no purchase necessary. It's TuttleTwinsBeck.com. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. So, Stu, I am uh, I'm trying to understand this, uh, this story about uh, Weiss. He is the attorney from Delaware, the U.S. Uh, US attorney, David Weiss. He told the House Judiciary Committee that he had been granted ultimate authority over the uh, prosecutorial decisions related to the criminal investigation into Hunter Biden. Then uh, Attorney General Merrick Garland, he comes up and he testifies the same thing. However, if you actually read what he said, uh, he said... uh, he was asked to provide a letter, and uh, in the letter, he said, basically, I'm trying to find it here. He basically said, look, Merrick Garland told me I was in charge, and I make all of the decisions. Now, Congress is saying he lied in that letter, um, and it, it goes against other testimony. However... Me thinks I smell an attorney in that letter because what he said was Merrick Garland told me he didn't say I'm in charge. He didn't say anything. It sounds to me like the uh, Justice Department had an attorney write that letter probably for him. And then he had to sign it. And he was like, I'm not lying. And of course, every attorney will tell you. You didn't lie in that letter at all. Isn't that what the attorney general told you? Yes, but it's not true. I don't have control. We didn't ask that. Is that what Merrick Garland told you? I think that's the game that is being played here. But uh, Sean Davis knows uh, much, much better than than I do on this. Sean Davis is with the uh, Federalist. He is the co-founder and CEO of the Federalist. Sean, am I reading that right at all, or what do you think's happening? Yeah, I, I don't think that's an unfair read that you're doing. Um, anytime lawyers are involved, we should assume that they're trying to play games with words and trying to say things they're not allowed to say without actually getting in trouble for having said them. Um, right, but I, right. But I will say, I, I think us being on the right, we're used to having to parse things out, and we forget that anymore when you're on the left, there's no consequences for lying. So sometimes it's Occam's mm. razor. Sometimes they just say things that aren't true because they can get away with saying things that aren't true. And, and the reason we know they can get away with saying things that aren't true is that Hunter Biden's not going to prison. I mean, th- this happens right. over and over, especially with this particular Department of Justice, with this FBI. And, and the real rub with this Hunter Biden stuff is we have Merrick Garland and, and David Weiss, the guy who was picked to... Uh, 
to do the Hunter Biden investigation, claiming one thing, and then we have a whole room of whistleblowers who were intimately involved in the case investigating it, saying something that's the exact opposite. And, and it's fascinating. And saying, and if I'm not mistaken, Sean, he said not just the exact opposite um, to them. He it, and they're not they're not just claiming that. Yeah, and then he didn't have the authority. Wasn't he complaining? to them or telling them, look, I can't make that call. I tried to get, you know, for instance, Washington. I wanted to move the case to Washington and they wouldn't, justice wouldn't let me do it. So it's not just that 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 was their thought. He was actually explaining why they couldn't do things, right? That's correct. So so it happened, according to the several whistleblowers, in an October 7th, 2022 meeting between a bunch of the investigators on the case, tax experts who are at the top of their field, have been working on the case for years, and David Weiss and his team of attorneys out of Delaware. And they were wanting to bring a whole bevy of charges because they had Hunter dead to rights on them. And Weiss said, no, 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 I'm sorry, I can't do that. He, he explicitly told them, uh, I can't change the venue. I can't do this. I asked for special counsel status. That was rejected. And, you know, it, it's easy to say, well, it's a he said, she said kind of thing, except there are contemporaneous written notes from multiple people in that meeting at the time where they all agree that, yes, David Weiss claimed these things. And then they're, they're the exact opposite of what he told Congress two to three weeks ago and the exact opposite of what Merrick Garland uh, told Congress. So the question is, was Weiss lying in that meeting or were he and Garland lying to Congress? So either way, he was like, I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt that he's a good guy and and uh, just was told not to do things um, and then was kind of, you know, had a gun to his head is like, I think you're going to sign this this document. And it's not a lie, um, but you believe that he could have been um, actually the guy in charge, but he's telling all the underlings yeah, I don't have the I don't have the the position to be able to make those calls. I tried, and I just couldn't do it. It, it could be that, and you know, you, there's different ways to reconcile the discrepancies. Um, that's one of them. Any the good ways? Like, <laughs> no, not not really. The okay. other thing right. could be that he decided. Well, yeah, Merrick Garland told me I'm not allowed to do that, and that I'd be fired if I did that, and so I decided on my own authority that I wasn't going to do that. That's the thing about the left. They all play these word games. But we all know what happened. So, we all know what Hunter did. Right. So when we're looking at um, this game being played, you know, what I said a minute ago, and you know what that means, nothing. Because no, nothing's going to happen. Nobody's going to go to jail or anything else. I do have a feeling that we are at a turning point with the American people and with this story, I, I, I think the average person is starting to uh, figure it out on their own, even though they d their mainstream press is not going there at all. There's enough press now that's credible around that is exposing this that maybe this time it's different. It could be. And, and I'll tell you the reason I think this one might be different is that we have a smoking gun text from Hunter. 
we have Hunter threatening a, a Chinese uh, Communist Party connected oligarch. If you don't give me my money, my dad, who's sitting here next to me, he's going to screw you over and you'll regret it. And two weeks later, they got their money in the exact amount that Hunter had demanded in that text. I mean, it's rare that we okay. ever get anything that clear cut. So we have it. let me ask you, let, let me ask you this. We've had all kinds of people go through that laptop. How is it that letter was never exposed. We didn't, we never saw that letter. How? Well, I think the main reason is that the FBI, which had possessed it and authenticated it in December of 2019, almost a year before the election, they went all out to, to cover it up, to hide it, to make sure no one knew about it. And then all we had were, you know, various alleged copies of the hard drive floating around afterwards. You had a couple reporters with access to it. Uh, I'll tell you, when I'm trying to find files on my computer that I created like a month ago that I know are on there, it can take me 20 minutes to find out where the computer put them. Can you imagine having to find the needle in a haystack on a computer that's not yours, that's got a gazillion insane photos and nonsense of Hunter? You know, when you're, when you're not allowed to use the actual authorities because they're trying to cover it up to find the stuff out, it doesn't surprise me that it's hard to actually find and get out there. Hey, Stu, would you put a call into Peter Swizer and see if he has a second to pop in? Because he's very thorough, and I'm shocked that he didn't, he didn't see that. And he'd be able to really answer with authority on how difficult it is to, uh, to find these things. Sure. So um, Biden and his son met uh, at Camp David over the weekend. Obviously, they are... Um, coordinating and working with attorneys on this. How nervous do you think the White House is on this? I think they're starting to get a little nervous um, because, because the heat has been turned so much uh, up so much on this. And it goes back to that text. We've got pictures that Hunter was at his uh, dad's house that very day. So it's not like Biden can claim, oh, that was a lie from Hunter. He was in California. I was in Delaware. No, they were together that day. Uh, Biden, as we all know, is completely incapable of, of explaining this or really anything else himself. Mm -hmm. So they can't rely on him. <laughs> so, they, so they have to rely on, on the low IQ uh, press secretary uh, to go out there and explain all this. And what she does instead is mm. just stonewalls it. They, they're not used to this type of scrutiny. They, they're used to doing this to their enemies. They're used to impeaching people over a phone call. Um, they're not used to having to defend smoking gun texts. And so I think you're right that this one feels a little different. They're starting to get a little bit nervous. You had John Kirby just straight up walk out of a press briefing when he was asked about it. And the reason is there's no good answers for this. There's no way to explain it away. You just have to uh, try and snuff out the story and, and hope it just dies. I'm going to have to go back in the uh, archives and look at the way the press um handled it it's it's it with with uh, nixon it's interesting to me I, I remember reading um while i was doing the impeachment of donald trump that it took them uh two terms to get it um to get it out i think the story broke like a year into his first term maybe two and the tide didn't change um, and it was in his second term about halfway through that finally he had to admit. 
Um, and that's about the timeline that this is. They've hit it and hit it and hit it. And, and now it's finally uh, starting to, to come out. But I, I'm interested in the parallels um, because this president has put himself in a bad situation where his Justice Department is going after a former president for misdemeanors and jaywalking. And he may be in real trouble. Well, if history repeats itself, that means, God forbid, I hate to even say this, Lord, please, no. I don't want to give him any ideas. If Joe Biden leaves, that means Kamala Harris is our president. That's the scariest thing I've ever. You, you have Joe Biden, who is completely senile. But in the long run, he's not stupid. She's just like, it might, we might as well have President Rock sitting, not the Rock, just a Rock sitting on the Oval Office uh, desk. Um, it, she, the, if history would repeat itself, she would pardon the outgoing president to get it behind the country because we all have to come together. But you can't really do that and say you're doing it to bring the country together unless you pardon the other president. What are your thoughts on that, Sean? I, I think that's true. Although I guess the, the one argument I would make there is I don't think anyone believes Joe Biden is president right now. And so if he were to leave and they just throw <laughs> in Kamala, I don't think anything changes because she's not going to be in charge either. I'd almost take the rock. I think well, I would take just the stationary uh, rock over both of them. It would do less damage. Uh, yeah, and at least the American people would ask the question, wait, who's really running things? Because I think he's eating pudding for most of the day and getting his cup of pills. Uh, so he's not running it. Sean, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thanks for everything that you guys uh, do uh, at The Federalist. You're really, really on top of things and really credible. And it is hard to find credible news. And uh, I appreciate The Federalist. Thank you so much. You're very kind, sir. Thank you. You bet. So let me tell you about our uh, sponsor this half hour. Uh, it is Rough Greens. Jerry wrote in about her dog's experience with Rough Greens. She said, I listen to Glenn Beck rave about this product for years before I decided to try it. Oh, so it was you. huh? I mean, I keep saying if everybody in this audience would just go out and buy Rough Greens, I mean, have a dog, buy Rough Greens, we can stop this daily conversation. That's all you have to do if everyone could just get on board. But some of us, and that would be me too, are stragglers. The trial bag, she says, was more than enough to see the results I needed to continue purchasing more. My 12-year-old dog is playing again and running again, and I could tell the difference after his second feeding. It was remarkable. Uno didn't eat, and we put it in the bowl, and he snarfs it. I don't have rough greens, and he doesn't eat. Uh, she said, it's magical, nutritional stuff. No buyer's remorse here. It's not a dog food. It's a supplement. Put it on your dog's food. They want you to have a free trial bag. Just go to roughgreens.com uh, slash Beck. That's R-U-F-F greens.com slash Beck. Or you can call 833-GLEN33. Pay for shipping. Your first trial bag is free. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. 10 seconds. Station ID. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, 
looking at everything that is happening and we have so discredited ourselves as a nation and if we don't turn the corner everything that we are everything every truth that we've ever done you know the one thing you don't hear anymore americans are the most charitable people on earth i wonder if that's even true i think it is but you don't hear it anymore it's always about the money the government is giving and never about the people and unfortunately we learned in the cold war um it doesn't really matter what the people think when when the wall came down and we met the russian people for the first time we were like oh my gosh you're not bloodthirsty killers that want to kill us for communism no 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 the government did the government did many in it but they weren't like that they're just like us most people just want can i just can i live live my life please just leave me and my family alone i just want to live my life um and uh we're we're going to be remembered unfortunately for what our government did uh and we've got to clean up this credibility mess or we will we'll lose the truth on everything i was talking to some people this morning um at breakfast about my feeling about the space program i currently um am working with all of the living astronauts, um, and I can't say I am, my friend is, he's got connections to all of them, um, and they're writing their testimony out about going to space. There's two guys that actually walked on the moon that are still alive. I'm asking them to write it down in their own handwriting, not a, not a type, uh, but write it out, their testimony about walking on the moon. And I'm doing that because there's no credibility. You're going to see, I'm, I'm telling you, 10, 15, 20 years, if we lose, people will believe Russia landed on the moon, not us. They'll believe China landed on the moon, not us. That, that was Hollywood. That's what they'll say. One state that is doing something to uh, try to bring some credibility back, it is unprecedented but the Idaho Republican Party took a stance against the FBI. They passed a resolution condemning, quote, the corrupt government agency and calling for its abolition uh, if it is deemed that the agency cannot be reformed. Wow. But I think that's where most people who are paying attention, people who aren't paying attention, go, why are you so anti-FBI? Really, Mr. Liberal? The one that didn't care about law and order the whole time. We've always backed the FBI. We finally wake up to, yeah, you know, they might be corrupt. And now you're telling us that we're anti. Oh, I can't take it. Anyway, this is where I think the average person who is watching and is not bogged down in politics, but looking for the truth. They, I think we're all in the place where if it can't be reformed, we have to unplug it and plug it back in and restore the factory settings. Although on the FBI, I'm not sure the factory settings were any good, but that's a different story. More in just a second. The Glenn Beck Program. You know, since we um, overturned Roe versus Wade and everybody was panicking and it's the end of women and oh my gosh, the oppression and we're making them wear burqas now. Do you know that it, abortion rates have only gone down 3%? 3%. 
We are still killing children. The way to do that is the way to stop it is to actually care about the children, which I think people do. And the moms. I've met a lot of moms that went in for an abortion to um, a preborn clinic and they saw the ultrasound and it broke them. But they didn't immediately say, I've got to save my child. My that's my child. They knew at that point they couldn't live in the lie they had been telling themselves, but they didn't know how. By caring for the mother and helping her beyond birth, Preborn Ministries helps for two and a half years or two years, three years, um, not just with the ultrasounds. We have to care about the whole condition. I want you to get involved, if you will, with Preborn. Preborn.com slash Beck. Preborn.com slash Beck. Find out all about them. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn and use the promo code Glenn. You'll save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. From St. George, Utah where we are trying to help them build Liberty Village. It is an amazing idea. You can find out all the information on it at um, unitedwepledge.org. My wife and I found out about this um, about two or three years ago and became friends with the developers and their goals of teaching American history are, are my goals as well. And so uh, we've we've partnered on on this museum that we're doing now, and uh, I'm bringing it out to St. George. All of the profits go to them, except for the T-shirt sales and the poster and cup sales, because I'm trying not to live under a bridge to put all of these uh, uh, items into a vault or to take them on tour. My wife's a little angry with me, and she's like, why don't you sell some T-shirts and then maybe ask me about buying somebody else's wheelchair or you know a signing pen or whatever it is uh so come prepared to buy a cup a mug a book if you're here um you you can get the uh, brand new book two weeks early i tell you not to brag about it don't taunt your friends with it um, because it comes out in two weeks it is uh the brand new book uh dark future and it's really good. Better than the predecessor, I think, um, uh, called um, The Great Reset. It is number two. You don't have to read number one to be able to get the second book um, or understand it, but uh, it, doesn't, uh, it doesn't hurt. By the way, the audio version of that, and I say this um, kind of sadly because it's a really, really good version. I recorded it last day. I recorded was literally right before I got on the plane. I thought we were going to miss the plane because I was running out of the room after I finished. And they said, wait, 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 you have to say the end. And I ran back to the mic, the end. And then I ran to the airport to get here. Um, But it's really a funny version. However, if you can only afford one, and I say this, I make more money on the audio version. So I'm not saying this for any other reason other than history needs to be preserved. If you can only afford one, buy the hardbound book or a soft cover book because you don't own anything online. If it becomes unpopular, 
for some reason uh, or just too much hate speech, it can just be deleted from your library. Not a good idea. A uh, book comes out in two weeks. It's called The Great Reset. You can order it now uh, wherever you buy your books. Miranda Devine is on with us. She is the author of the book Laptop from Hell. Came out, I think, about a year ago. She's the New York Post columnist um, and has been neck deep in this. Ooh, I don't want to say in Hunter Biden, but in Hunter Biden's stories. Um, and she's been um, essential in exposing a lot of the things that were on the laptop laptop she joins us now miranda are you there good day hello hi glenn great to be with you hi yeah so miranda um you had the actual laptop right yes well the hard drive which okay. is uh, the hard the, drive the yes complete okay. replica of the laptop okay so how did i mean i have a friend peter Swizer who is He's got a team of people, and they're very, very good. I know you're yeah. very, very good. How did we not see the email that says, I'm sitting here on the couch with my dad, and uh, we want our money, China? Well, the beauty of that, it's actually not an email. It's a WhatsApp message, uh, which is an encrypted app, oh. and none of that appears on the laptop. That WhatsApp message was retrieved by the IRS criminal investigators through a uh, subpoena to Apple for Hunter oh. Biden's iCloud. Which, and what, the beauty of that is that, um, you know, the laptop, the FBI had, they authenticated, can you believe it, every single piece on it that it was reliable evidence and hadn't been tampered with and was real They'd authenticate it um, by as early as February of 2020, but they refused to give it to the um, IRS investigators. And, you know, as Gary Shapley, the whistleblower, um, said in his testimony that was released uh, on Friday, he said, we needed to know, we're looking at how much money Hunter Biden didn't pay in tax. We need to know about that email, about 10% for the big guy. We need to know who's the big guy, where'd that money go, because otherwise um, we will count that 10% and make Hunter Biden pay tax for it. So um, it was. they asked several times for the Department of Justice, for their prosecutors. They said, we need... We need the laptop, and they were refused. But they managed to get a lot of the material that's on the laptop through this subpoena for Hunter Biden's iCloud. So that's another way that you can um, prove that what's in the laptop is legitimate because there's a lot of overlap. But, of course, they got a lot of things that aren't on the laptop that were deleted or never preserved. How much How much money do you think, and do we have a, a, a reasonable idea, of how much money the Bidens have made through these kinds of things? Well, look, we have for the first time a definitive uh, number that the second IRS whistleblower, who was the lead case agent on that five-year investigation into Hunter Biden's taxes, he's given in his testimony a figure, now I think it was $18.2 million dollars um, I, I could be out by you know a few hundred thousand there, um, but in that ballpark, say 19, 18 to nineteen million dollars, that came in from um, foreign sources into um, the sort of 
Hunter Biden, Jim Biden, Devin Archer, you know, his various um, partners in crime or, you know, in business. Um, and then out of that, the uh, there, there was about nine million, a little over nine million went directly to Hunter Biden. So he got about half the cut. Um, whether or not 10 percent went to the big guy, a.k.a. Joe Biden, has yet to be determined. But we know that Hunter got $9 million and he underpaid his taxes um, over that period significantly. Now, we know that Kevin Morris, Hunter Biden's sugar brother from California, the Hollywood um, lawyer, he uh, befriended Hunter Biden and was uh, terribly generous to him, paid back $2.8 million uh, in unpaid taxes last year. Terribly um, generous. Still, <laughs> <laughs> Terribly generous. Yeah, that's one nice. Uh, yeah, that's one nice. Oh, it's charity. I was just doing it for a friend. Uh, I mean, I write, you know, uh, tens of millions of dollars of checks for friends, and I never expect to have them do anything for me. Oh, by the way, I'm going to be uh, talking from the press secretary, uh, their podium there at the White House, talking some business later. Uh, to the press. I mean, the, the, it wasn't the uh, goodness of his heart. Is anybody investigating him? Well, look, um, so the tax investigators did not um, treat that that money that Kevin Morris paid as a gift, which would itself have been taxable for Hunter Biden because Hunter Biden said it was a loan. So presumably Hunter Biden <laughs> will repay Kevin Morris with the money he gets from the work he does now as an artist. Uh -huh. So, uh, Miranda, I mean, what's so crazy, he says it's a loan. That's what he said about the money he was paid from yeah. Burisma when they put the money into Rosemont Seneca. He didn't pay any taxes because he said it was a loan and then just never paid it back. Yeah, that's right. I mean, and. It, it, and and it's just what they the, these IRS guys who've been doing this for you know a quarter of a century between them, they say this is tax, textbook tax evasion. When you um, you know you get paid, you put it into another company, you say it's a loan. Um, you know you can't give yourself a loan that you never pay back. So uh, they they obviously wanted to charge that as tax evasion, but. Um, that was in 2014, 2015, which when Hunter Biden was living right. in Washington, D.C. And um, turns out David Weiss, the U.S. attorney for Delaware, who was given all of the Hunter Biden investigations that came in from all around the country for some reason by Bill Barr, uh, they all went to Delaware. And David Weiss, um, you know, just asked nicely of the Washington, D.C. U.S. attorney who'd been appointed by Joe Biden, um, if, could I please uh, lay some charges against Hunter Biden in your jurisdiction? And surprise, surprise, U.S. Attorney in Washington, D.C., Matthew Graves said, no, you can't. Um, same thing happened in the Central District of California for the later years where Hunter Biden had been living in Malibu and Venice Beach. And uh, no, you can't do it. Another Biden appointee. And David Weiss just meekly accepts that. And then the statute of limitations run out on those, which were the biggest uh, part of the charges, the most serious for Hunter Biden, and also encompassed um, Foreign Agent Registration Act violations. So, in other words, foreign lobbying. There was evidence of that yeah. all over the laptop. And we could never understand 
why on earth weren't those charges brought? Now we know from the whistleblowers, it's because the Department of Justice allowed the statute of limitations to run out because David Weiss said, oh, well, we can't bring charges because these U.S. attorneys in, who were appointed by Biden won't let us. Um, and so last October, when um, Gary Shapley, the IRS whistleblower, and his crack team, they're like the SEAL team of the IRS. They are the ones who go, they've, he's collected $2.5 billion of taxes on behalf of, of the American taxpayer from all over the, country, all over the world, actually, um, in his career. So he is the number one. He's the, you know, the goat of IRS investigators. And he's, he's had this meeting in October with, with Weiss and said, why on earth did you let the statute of limitations run out? And Y says, well, you know, I went to the Department of Justice and I asked if I could be made special counsel so that I could bring charges in those jurisdictions and they refused me. Well, now Merrick Garland has come out and said that's not true, that the only person who can make Weiss a special counsel is me and he never asked. Um, and so someone's lying. Um, and that the okay, Republicans so need to I- pull them in. Um, I, I, will, I will tell you, the, my best guess is they're, they're probably both lying to some degree uh, or another. Yeah. Um, but let me ask you, I've, I've got about 30 seconds. You have been on this story for years. Um, I mean, you were at the post when the laptop was, you know, uh, Russian disinformation and they banned the post from, you know, any social media. Um, do you think we're at a turning point or is this more of the same that's not going to amount to anything or anybody going to jail. I think that the Gary Shapley's testimony and his partner is a game changer because they brought evidence that is separate from the laptop and is not just hearsay or one person's word against Joe Biden's. This is um, evidence, you know, transcripts of interviews with Hunter Biden's former business partners, um, memorialized conversations uh, with six witnesses uh, between Gary Shapley and, um, you know, David White and DOJ prosecutors or, you know, district attorneys who were who were obstructing. Um, so I think there is clear evidence of malfeasance by the Department of Justice involvement of the highest level of the FBI. And, you know, there's two parts of this story. There's the original corruption story, but I think, as with Watergate, the biggest story is the cover-up. And Gary Shapley has laid bare the cover-up, and you can see them now. They are going to try and destroy him, destroy his reputation. Right. Miranda, thank you so much for everything you've done over the years on this story. I appreciate it. Keep it up. Miranda Devine, uh, author of Laptop from Hell and a columnist for the New York Post. Um, Let me tell you about our sponsor this half hour. It's Real Estate Agents I Trust. Um, I am uh, I'm a guy who's never done well uh, on real estate. Um, I just I don't know what it is, but I mean, I was I'm here in St. George. Five years ago, my wife and I came. We said, oh, we'd love to have a little house here. Wouldn't it be nice to vacation here, you know, or end up living here when we're <clears throat> when we're <clears throat> old and gray, which she reminded me, you're not gray, Glenn. You're all white all right now. Um, and we didn't buy a house because I'm stupid. And now it's the fastest growing uh, uh, community in the country. Um, if you are looking to buy or sell, may I suggest you consult an expert. 
not a boob like me. If you're looking to put your house on the market, buy a new house, I want you to reach out to realestateagentsitrust.com. We will find the right real estate agent for you. When I say we, I don't mean me. It's my company, but I don't, believe me, I don't know anything about real estate that would work out well. That's why I started this company. How do you find a great real estate agent? I think we've cracked the code. It's free service to you. All you have to do is just let us know. Where you're buying, where you're selling, we'll find the best one in the area. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Realestateagentsitrust.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. We're glad you're here. Um, Thank you so much for everybody who came out yesterday or is still coming out. People are traveling from all over the country to see the museum, the Blueprints of uh, Liberty. I'm so excited to share it with you. Um, Mercury One and I have been collecting uh, items. They've been doing it since 2010 or 11 when when I established them uh, and uh, been doing it since 2008. And the reason why it is important is uh, it this item is still in place, so I can't tell you what the item is. Um, but um, there is some something that is so incredibly important to history and it would be it is um the only thing like it and the only thing that verifies the existence of this particular situation i didn't even know it existed it has been in a man's personal collection for years and he fought in court over in europe for it etc etc and it went up for sale and it was uh it sold for six million dollars and we were out way before that and um it was purchased and the guy was uh, got on the phone with him and he said what are you going to do with it and he said i'm going to melt this thing down um he hated the version that we have grow up we grew up believing and wanted it destroyed the guy next in line for it also wanted it destroyed the guy pulled it off the market we're trying to save those items because there is an there is an active attempt to take and destroy or hide our history 